Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. This is 93.7 The Ticket. Look at me short. Look at me short. I'm the captain now. Three-time national champion, Vershawn Jackson. Oh, got a bunch all alone is Vershawn Jackson. And Vershawn, he'll get it to the 24-yard line. Coming at you live from the Copple Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. On air and online at theticketfm.com. Here he is, Vershawn Jackson. Ah, yeah! Captain, Mr. Ticket, 93.7. I'm with the big dog, Rero, Bernard Thomas. B, 2000 yeah, freshman, you were 6'4", 235. 2004, yes, when you left as a senior, you were 6'4", 270. Talk about development. 275. Talk about development. Why is it important uh, one, to one develop players? I said, why is it important to develop players? Um, it's important to develop players if if you if you want to if you want to win. And I, I remember talking to Boyd Epley and um, James Harris about uh, a lot of nutrition and and weightlifting as, aspects of of uh, the whole Husker Power program. <clears throat> I mean, they had it broken down to a science to where you're trying to maximize uh, speed and speed and force. I mean, so you can move people out of the move people out of the way. If you can't get those big bodies out of the way, I mean, you gonna have a long day out there on that field. Well, I was thinking, like, who who could block you on the team right now? On the team right now, yeah. Who would man, I? Man, on a one, they, <laughs> they ain't got nobody on the team right now. <laughs> Wait, B, how old? But are you how old right now? How old are you? Hey man, I'm 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 forty I'm forty years old, mm. uh, and I'm and I'm two eighty and I'm in shape. I ain't mm. playing no games. Mm. Playing, how important no is the games. how you and so so? Because I, I think sometimes we have an idea that you can you just because you put that in in your head and you play for Nebraska that it stops there. It doesn't. You keep going. You keep getting better. Even at 40, we still have the mentality that we had when we were in our 20s. Because when I was there, there was something that was that was drilled into our head. And I had I had Kyle Vandenbosch and I had Chris Kelsey and they and Des Moines Adams and they drilled we are out here and we will put it to anybody. We don't wear sleeves in the cold. I mean, during games, we don't wear sleeves in the cold. We need to let them know that our toughness is superior. So when we work, I mean, we work to compete and we work to dominate. I mean, I, I, I my freshman year, 
I had to go against Tony and mm. um, Dominic Raiola. I mean, guys like Russ Huckstein. I had to go against guys like that that are trying to throw you throw you out of the club. I mean, every every chance every chance they got. I mean, it was it was about completely dominating. Like we got in fights so much at practice, and it just it just made us better because we were trying to compete. You know what I mean, like that competition and and that will to to develop um, the proper mindset of you can't be beat, won't be beat is mm. serious business. Mm. And everybody on the team had that mentality. All the guys I surrounded myself did. I can't speak for everybody, but you know what I mean, it, it, the 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 unit that I surrounded myself with, we had that we had that mentality. Mm-hmm. And all you can do is how have you taken what you've learned back then and just tell a little bit about what you're doing now as far as training kids and giving them that mentality. Um so as far as what I'm what I'm teaching them now, it's it's all about I mean, I tell them, hey, that the Husker Power when I was there, serious serious business. Like uh we had Zach Duvall, he he was on the he was on the staff staff as well. I mean, we're trying to develop. We say we used to call straight war daddies. I mean, and it's it's having a mindset that no matter what you're faced with, you you cannot and you will not give up because the game is about parallels and everything that we learn in inside that those uh those walls was about transferring all of it to our life. When things get hard, we don't give up. I mean, when things get rough, we go harder. I mean, it doesn't it there's nothing that you can throw at throw at me that I won't be able to handle. We're here to battle adversity until we come out on top. I mean, there will be no uh cheering, sitting there cheering as the winners go by. We get better day by day. Like I take I take that shit to heart. Oh, my bad for cussing us PG, but yeah. I take it to heart. You know what I mean, we, 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 we have to strive for success every day. Even with uh, this job I have, um, I'm a I'm a superintendent with uh, Turner Construction, and we talk about a lot of team building and uh, I mean different ways to make sure we we get these buildings built and work together and work through our issues. And some things aren't for the weak of heart, you know what I mean? But we we strive for greatness, and this train is going to keep moving. You're either going to jump on or jump off. Pick one. <laughs> Pick one. So, you know, what's the when you're building an athlete, you know, you get them when they're young, what's the one thing you start with and what's the normal pr- progression that you would like to see if an athlete started with you at 10, by the time he's 13, what is he doing? Uh, so, for, so for me, let's say, uh, let's just, let's just go with a, a defense alignment. So the first thing I'm going to start with is going to be his feet. I mean, I always like to work from the feet up. I mean, take him through a couple drills and make sure he can move his feet. And then from his feet, his hips. Um, so from the time uh, he's 
goes from 10 to 13, the, the one thing I want to be able to make sure those kids can do is bend. I want to make sure they're able to get low, get that, get that inside foot around that, around that hip, and turn, and turn the corner. Not even working their hands yet. I mean, the hands is the easiest part, part to teach. I mean, but when you're thinking about somebody becoming an actual athlete, you want to see uh, fluid movement. You don't want to see anything that's that's too short or too choppy or uh, or stiff. So I want to make sure my guys can move their feet and move their hips. Looking at the Russians at Nebraska now, and and, and, and yeah, you know, you can kind of argue that you know with Caleb Tanner or whatever the case may be, that he's not a prototypical defensive end like yourself. But the ones that are our prototypical defensive ends, what advice would you give those guys? The number one advice I would give them is become students of the game, master your position, and learn everything else around you. Because when you learn what everybody else is doing, the game slows down. And when the game slows down, you can be 200 miles an hour while everybody else is standing still. Mm. Nice. Talking to Bernard Thomas, uh, class of 2004, came in in, in 2000. B, you got a chance to, to go and play in the NFL. Uh, talk a little bit about that. How was that transition and, you know, where you went and all that good stuff? Um, so I started off. I started off in Jacksonville. Uh, for a year, and then I was in Atlanta for a year, and then I was in Baltimore for a year and some change. Um, what I learned is the game is uh, once you develop the, the learn that that speed that we move at at Nebraska, like the ability wise, like that's that's the easy part. That's the easy part. Um, but what I would tell these young guys. You just gotta bust your tail and find find one person. You got one person to like you, and the other thing about it is, uh, remember perception is reality. Mm. How you carry yourself matters because it is it is a business, and I say that because everybody knows when I was in college, you know, I had a mouthful of gold teeth and <laughs> and dreads, and that's and that then is that's not the. Uh, <laughs> That's not that's not boardroom material. You mean so you you, you got to think about things like that. You are you're branding yourself and you're branding an an image. You mean and the NFL uh, more than other sports is a clean cut boardroom uh, image. Mm, so so know 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 your worth, but also know how other people put your worth. So if you're yeah, playing yeah. and you exactly. know they might look at you a little bit differently, if you got goals in your mouth, you know what? Get get the money first, then you can get the goals. Get in get, the door, play the for money. a while. Get the get the money, get the money, get the bag, then develop your swag, man. Get the bag first. That's number. That's number one. You know what I mean, and, and I didn't have anybody to to really coach me or. You know I mean, I had people say things, but I didn't, I didn't, it didn't click. You know what I mean, I didn't have somebody, I didn't have that, uh, I didn't have that coach as as I had in the past to have hands on me and really guide me 
through uh through the process. I mean, it was more just a bunch of slick slick comments. Who who recruited you to Nebraska? And talk a little bit about how that process worked. Um. So I went to uh, I got an invite to go to the to went to a camp, and when I went to the camp, that's when I actually received a, an offer from uh, Coach Solich. But um, my actual person who was actually recruiting me was um, Coach Bowl and uh, Coach Nelson Barnes. Mm. Um, Coach Bowl was the lead, and Barnes was basically assisting because uh, I was outside of his territory, but uh, he was going to be my position coach. Mm. I mean, it was a it was a good process, you know. Um, Coach Solis, they they came they came on down to the hood and I mean, and sat and ate, hung out, talked, you know, paid attention to the landscape of uh, my area, trying to make sure I was a good kid and wasn't into any of the riffraff that was uh, going on outside. Um, it was uh, it was interesting. It's not like how things are, how things are now, you know what I mean? But it was, it was, uh, it was real face to face and it was, um, it was genuine. That was the number one thing for me. It seemed genuine. You know what I mean? And dealing with Coach Barnes, it, it actually is genuine. Like he's, I had never had any issues with him. He actually coaches in uh, San Antonio, Texas right now. Mm. And, uh, I see him every now and then and, and we go ahead and, and shoot it and, and and talk shop. Yo, you make sure you tell Coach Barnes that old Coach Jackson said what's up, man. I, I that was, I love me some Coach Barnes when he came because he came. I think I want to say my senior year when Coach Barnes came, and uh, yep. I gave him a bunch of crap just because I was a senior at that point, and you know I was a little I was a little wired differently. So when you talk when you talk how much. You know, we talk about Husker power, and I say Husker power is the ability to go 150 miles an hour after you get tired. Do you see that same level of want to out of this day and age player? No. I mean, these these, these kids are soft, man. Soft as cotton. They couldn't fight their way out of a wet paper bag with scissors in their hand. Man, they, they're not built. If, if it's not handed to them on a silver platter, they don't. They don't want it. I mean, they 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 talk about what do they say? They they want to talk about getting it out the mud. We got it out the dirt, man. Cause you got to have water to make mud. I mean, it didn't matter what was out there. I mean, we was we was getting after it. You know, we the facilities we had were nice, but they weren't as nice as what they had now. But we were we were more self driven, just to compete on a daily than than what I than what I see now. And it's and it's really from the top to the bottom. I mean as far as uh academics and, and everything else. I mean like there's no place like Nebraska man, like that place is is really set up to make to make kids succeed. You know, Dennis LeBlanc just does a great job trying to make sure he's get he, I didn't really I didn't realize until when I graduated that I really should have had my master's. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, 
that place is is set up to build to build winners and i just don't feel like these kids nowadays completely understand completely understand that they face adversity and fold instead of ready to fight back so you know we we, we kind of got some of the uh, the same upbringing i always say even though we were from different spots that a lot of the African-Americans' upbringing was the same, you know, a poverty-stricken, um, you know, just getting by but still happy, you know. So when you when you think about where you came from to where you are today, the one thing that I take my hat off to you for, and I'm talking when I came to see you a long time ago, your kids were just little, the little itty-bitty, one, two years old, so now being that, how old is the, the oldest of yours now? Uh, he's 16. So here we are, let's call it 14 years later. What's the difference? Why are you a big-time father? And shout-out to you for being that. Oh, man, simple put, man. Like, I, I didn't have one. I mean, like, my uh, my father's got a, he's got a life, he's got a life sentence for uh, um, attempted murder three strikes and you out of there. Um I didn't I didn't I didn't have that. I I had I had great uh role models. I had an uncle, you know what I mean I had some coaches and but when it comes to that, that DNA connection, I didn't I didn't have that. So I wanted to make sure uh with my uncle and, and my 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 cousin's bond, I just wanted to always make sure I was there for mine. Uh, no matter what, I mean, through thick and thin, and and be able to guide him through uh through this life we live. Now, is he on the brass's radar? Um, man, <laughs> it's hard to get on Nebraska's radar, man. What do you mean? Gotta, it's hard to get on Nebraska's radar, man. I, man, they I love that place, but man, they they miss out. They miss out on a lot of kids, man. I I got kids that went to Georgia and Iowa State and I got kids that that at, at UTSA. I got big time kids I deal with and you mean they just they end up being overlooked. And the first thing I do is I sh- I shoot them I shoot them to Nebraska. I, I let every I, I will always any kid that I feel has it, first thing I'm gonna do is shoot their film. To to my school, I mean, and for some reason they just they just get bypassed. But uh, I mean, he's he's got some interest from uh from from some good from some good schools right now, even though he's just a sophomore. Um, but 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 right. B, isn't that? And we're gonna take it to a, a break. But I'm gonna ask you this so you can kind of ponder this question. And we'll come right back. Don't recruiting doesn't recruiting start as a sophomore as a freshman? Isn't it time when they're young for the the potential football program to start coddling them and saying, "Hey, I'm watching your game. I'm watching this. I'm watching that." So when we get back, talk a little bit about that recruiting process. How you would like to see that work and more. The captain, the ticket. I'm with Bernard Thomas, ninety three point seven. 